0: Hello, family and friends. I'm honored here for day three with my good friend Tim Dotson and his wife Sean is in the background here again to correct anything. So far, I guess she must be doing okay because we haven't had any corrections yet.
1: Thank and yet. so maybe on the ride home, maybe on the ride home, yeah, she'll be <laughs> <two week. laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, well, It's a sure is an honor to have you both here today. It's and Good to be here. We, we were talking offline, and the Holy Ghost was really moving between two and three. By the way, and but just about the value of Christian friends and. Um, preaching at church uh, tomorrow uh, morning down the road, and the Holy Spirit's put on my heart to talk about friends, and hope you have good Christian friends out there because it'll make all the difference in your life and walking with the Lord. Well, Father, we come today ready to yes. receive for whatever brother Tim has. We're open, Father. We're open vessel. We're not a closed vessel, Father. We're ready to receive what he has and to apply this to our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Back to you, Brother Tim.
1: All right. Thank you, Brother Greg. Again, it's an honor to be here and... We was discussing earlier how I went to that little church that I'd never been to before. And I went to the altar that last, that third night. And the ladies of the church were really praying around me. And and again, they I felt like I'd been dipped in a bucket of warm honey. Wow. And I felt something flow through me that I'd never felt before. And that's not to minimize what Jesus did at Calvary the death, burial, and resurrection is the greatest thing that could have ever happened to me mm-hmm. and his saving and loving power Amen. that loved me into his kingdom. Yep. But I knew moving, be, you know, I come to Calvary and I knelt at the foot of the cross and then he said, come follow me, and it led me here. And when I these ladies prayed for me and I felt this, I I lost consciousness almost, and when I come to myself, I was standing almost to the back of the church with my hands up raised to praise the Lord, but I was speaking a language that I had never learned. Come on. Nobody had ever taught me. I I couldn't fake it, but it flowed so beautifully, and I thought, wow, this has to be from the Lord. And I didn't know much about it, but that day when I left that church coming down off of that mountain, I looked out and the stars looked like I could reach out and touch them. Wow. And I said, now I know, Lord, beyond a shadow of a doubt that this is real yeah. and that I knew you was real, but this verifies, this is the check mark that I was looking for on the thing that I was missing. Yeah. And it, it lifted me into a understanding and a faith level that I had never experienced in my life. Mm -hmm. But for some reason, I knew it was always there. And because Jesus loved me enough to die on the cross for me, he made a provision for this after coming back and studying Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. I realized he said, now don't leave Jerusalem till you be endued with power from on high. And I realized that at 11 years old, I had left Jerusalem but I left without the power Mm -hmm. that give me the ability to be that witness for him because I've always been so self-conscious and I've always been so fearful of what other people thought about me. Mm -hmm. And I read here recently that if you care more about what people think about you, you become their prisoner. And if I don't care what people think about me, I will never be their prisoner. And so that's come as a revelation to me. But it came that the Lord had to show me that I was such a people pleaser, you know, and I can't serve God and please people. Come on, I can't become a servant to men and a servant of God. I can in the sense of spiritual leadership and people who love me in the church. I can definitely submit to that. And God says to submit to those that have rule over you. Yeah. But to submit to just public opinion, I miss the greater blessings of God. That's right. And so with that experience, I had something great from God, but didn't know what to do with it. Mm-hmm. And so I had to go back, and it took a few years to really come within the training and the knowledge of what God uses that gift for. Mm-hmm. And that gift helped me reach people, witness to people, and then God began to place different menace, different callings, different a gifting within my life, a mm-hmm. gifting of the fruits of the Spirit, gentleness, kindness, meekness, temperance, mm-hmm. and faith, but also the gifts of the Spirit God opened to me that to desire the best gifts and the best gift that I could find in Corinthians 12, one I believe was a desire to prophesy. And so mm-hmm. I said, Lord, I right hear it says to desire to prophesy. So I went down in the field below dad and mom's house one night and I said, God, I desire to have that gift. If you give me a gift, I desire to have that. Of course, after that, I've wanted about every gift in the list, you know. <laughs> I wanted to be able to heal the sick. I wanted to be able to a word of knowledge, word of wisdom, you know, gift of discernment. They're all necessary. Yeah. But what I later learned was once you're filled with the Spirit, it gives you access to the whole tool chest. Come on. They're all there in that tool right. chest. And as long as I'm walking close to God in an awareness of His presence, I can reach in that toolbox and pull any tool out of that box and use it for whatever occasion I need to use it for. Come on. And so they are available. Now, do I believe there's a specific gift and calling? Yes, I believe there are specific people gifted in certain ways to benefit the calling that they have, to give them ability to reach the people that God's called them to reach. Yeah. And so I noticed that this infilling of the Spirit revolutionize my life, not to walk alone in a way, but to walk with Jesus, not just to be able to walk by his side, but to have the ability to where he can say, I want you to go to Decapolis. I want you to go over here to Macedonia, or I want you to do this or do that. And then with that, have the confidence that he can work through me, that He's a reproducer. Yep. Jesus is in the business through the new birth to reproduce himself in us Come on. that we can do the works that he did. Yep. And he said they'll be greater in abundance, not greater in the act itself or the miracle itself, because how can you get better than doing a miracle of, of healing somebody of cancer or leprosy or raising somebody you don't you, you don't do something bigger than that because right. that's about as big as it gets. Right. And so everything we do in word and deed, we want to do it all in his name and for his glory and that he gets the glory because this isn't about me. It's all about him, brother. And as long as we keep it in exaltation of who the Lord Jesus Christ and what he came to earth to do was to have a bride to draw it unto himself.
0: Amen. You know, it just brings to my heart, Tim, you know, Smith Wigglesworth, that prayer, he would say, Lord, burn me all up so they only see Jesus. And, you know, that's really, as we grow in the Lord, that's really, it's not anything about us. It's about all about the, the Jesus in us, the Holy Spirit in us. And the other thing, Brother Tim, you know, that Lord put on my heart was, for those of you out there that are doubting, you maybe had the baptism of the Holy Ghost, but faith comes by hearing and hearing and hearing and hearing the Word of God. And so if you're not, get, if you not have it, no word on that, you're, it's hard to have faith in that area. And by the way, doubt comes by hearing and hearing by doubt, right? And so, you know, that baptism of the Holy Ghost that you either receive one time or you've never received is for everybody. I know that, that, that people think it died of the last apostle, whatever, but I don't know, Tim, in our last few minute or so if you want to comment anymore, I need one of those things.
1: Well, it's very important and it's it's not a... Something on the sideline that you can do without or you, you don't have to have it. I'm saying he paid for it for every born-again believer to be filled with his spirit. Yep. And until you hear that, you don't even know it's available. Mm-hmm. But when you learn it's available, I would say go after it. Amen. And the greatest blessing of
0: it is you can be a blessing to other people, a greater blessing to those in the Absolutely. body of Christ. So, well, we'll go on to our next day here shortly. But, Tim, he you would go ahead and pray for our listeners.
1: Lord, it's such an honor, such a privilege to be here today and to feel your presence and to feel you in what we're saying, Lord. And so we want to lift up the name of Jesus and we want to honor you, Lord Jesus, for all that you've done for us, provided for us. You've gave us the tools necessary to get the job done. You've gave us, Lord, specialties. You've gave us callings. You've gave us the fivefold ministry, apostle prophets, pastor, teacher, evangelists, Lord, that are at the head of this thing, leading, guiding, instructing, and you use them to bless us and to bless the church and the kingdom of God. And we thank you for this morning in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen.
0: Amen. Well, thank you, Tim. Folks, you can contact Tim through our ministry at 812-449-8147 or at celebratejesusministry at gmail.com. We love you all. Please go talk to someone about Jesus today, and remember, Jesus thought about you on the cross at Calvary, and he's coming back soon.